Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. And today I'm hosting with a, with a different co-host. We got Quentin Otan here from Meir Group. So you got two. I don't, know, I don't even know. A what, double dose. Yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I want. I wanted you to fill it in. Um, we're talking 1099. So we were we were laughing a minute ago by looking at Quentin's voice. Look at his voice. Looking at Quentin's face, and and hearing a passion in his voice from last week doing 1099. So I just wanted to bring him in here and talk about. 1099 is a process as a business owner, why you should do them or why you shouldn't do them, why you should care, why you shouldn't care, kind of the basics around 1099. So give me a little backdrop, kind of where we started the conversation a little while ago. Yeah. So we are fresh off of 1099 prep, as you just said. Yep. And, you know, we always do a recap of any any deadline we go through, pain points, how was how this successful, how, what did we struggle with, and whoo. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, just the, the gathering the data for 1099s and um, business owners not always being so proactive throughout the year. And so when we're saying, hey, you know, we need based on what you've paid these vendors, which is if you pay someone $600 or more for services in the year, you should issue them a 1099. And we say, hey, here's a list based on your activity who you should provide a 1099 to. Um, we need W9s for these. W9 is how you capture the information of ID number, address, entity name, or individual name, right. and how to to use that to issue the 1099. And so best practice would be have W-9s on file, provide those to us, and we can prepare them. And whew, <laughs> a, a bunch of owners, you know, yeah. or, or managers of the, the businesses, just those documents are not kept. And so we're scrambling. Right. We have a two, three-week period to contact all these vendors like your to, lawn service guy yeah yeah uh, the people you, also the people you pay rent to you know yep. you got to issue one for rents paid um and just trying to gather that data and then most people the, you know, don't have an email address for them you're calling the business yeah you're trying to reach them and not everybody's very willing to give you that information right, <laughs> right. because Especially. they know why you're knocking they know why you come and knocking yeah and they they um uh, uh you know, I can't get that to you. I don't know where that, you know. <laughs> well, and I think, too, you know, one of the things you brought up is, like, we're, we're starting this thinking about our process, which admittedly I don't think was great. If we're, we we do a lot of self-evaluation here in your group, and we talk about all the ways we, you know, we sometimes stink it up. I think 1099s is one of those. I think we feel it, too, in the sense that, like, it's one of those things. It's, it's like a, um, it's a thankless job. Like, who wants to issue a 1099? We as a CPA certainly don't want to be after you to issue them. So the backdrop is this. This is what I tell my clients. Here's the backdrop. You're supposed to issue them. By law, if you pay somebody over 600 bucks for services, not materials, for services, you're supposed to issue them a 1099. Okay. Right then and there you think, and I know I hear people all the time, you work for the IRS. You're their agent. I say, listen, I don't make the rules, but it is a rule. And, the, and, and, and then people say, well, What's the issue? What if I don't, you know? I say, listen, I haven't seen many people get fined for not issuing them, but there are fines literally, literally written into the law. What is it, 270 bucks per? I mean, it's expensive. And then you made a good point earlier. There's a place on your income tax return where you have to check off and say two questions. Did I have basically reportable transactions, like people I was supposed to issue 1099s to? You say yes or no. 
Uh, next question is, did I issue them? And did, did you issue all required 1099? Yeah. Is that I've been saying? Did you issue a few? Did you issue some? Yeah. Like, did I didn't you, know that. Did you? Do you? You know, file all required. Right. And so now it's not only on the you now it's now on, you know, as you the CPA preparing the tax return, you know, we're asking you like, hey, we have to check this box. Give me yeah. the answer. And so it's like a a step further now of yeah. So what would be a good way for like you, you know we kind of talking about okay we stunk it up, we should have been helping. I mean we got them throughout the year for some people, yeah. but we should have been helping clients do it. Why why and how should they be doing it throughout the year? So how could how could it be better? For name your law firm who's yeah. got to issue 1099 or has vendors that they that, you know they pay. Yeah. Um, so I, you know we always say you know the only leverage you have, the real leverage you have is before you pay someone for the first time. Right. It's almost like onboarding an employee. When you get a new employee, you get that W four, um, the I nine. You you get all the documents you need to substantiate them as an employee to get them set up in your system, and it should be the same way for your your contract folks. You know, you should, when somebody comes on board, before you pay them the first time, you should require them to fill out the W-9. And then that's easier said than done, especially in the world where we have a lot of people working remote on a job, doing things. But right. I think there should be some type of um, internal process of before you make a payment, you should have this documentation on file. And and I think, you know, to help a little bit there, you know, you made a point of, well, it's a pain. You know, it's like it's hard. To, it's not like the W-4 because that employee's in your office, right? So for your pest control guy, he's not at the office, right? He's You don't see him, but he is somebody you pay for services. So what you could do is there's there's services that allow you to capture a W-9. And, and if, to give a little background, like Quentin said, the W-9 is basically a form where you issue it to the person you're paying for them to tell you whether or not they should get a 1099. Because there's certain boxes they have to check. Like if they're an S corporation, they're exempt. But to the extent they should get a 1099, it's the way they're telling you as the payor, hey, this is how you should issue my 1099. And so there's ways to capture that electronically, right? I know like we use track 1099 for the for the actual 1099 filing, but Track 1099 doesn't offer a W-9 capture service? It, it does yeah. offer a W-9 capture service. So that may be a, a best practice for a, a small business owner to have and have, you know, subscribe to that, have that as a tool for them so that they can obtain those W-9s. And then, you know, we're big on, on Gusto. We use Gusto for, for our payroll for our clients, but Gusto also has a contractor pay feature, which it's kind of more for the people you have recurring contractors that you're paying for services. Maybe not, you know, for your lawn care guy or your third party people, but it it's electronic and it's the same concept as when you're on board that contractor, you get a digitally signed W nine and that's right. saved in their file. And then going forward, you can pay those people via direct deposit through Gusto and at the end of the year. Gusto files those 1099s on your behalf. So that doesn't fit every every right small business, but if you do have people you're paying recurring for services, yeah. that in you already if you're already using Gusto for payroll, a lot of people don't even realize they have the contractor option. So that would be another tool to use to capture the W9 digitally and then pay them via direct deposit and then Gusto just Files 1099s for you. Look, I did that for a client, and it we did it. When was it? 
just just to quickly talk about paying people and, and you know you're, you're, you're talking 1099s but it, it kind of nicely fits with paying people obviously and I had a client who he um, he's employed he's a sales guy but he also has kind of a side business where he does he's a distributor of a product and he was paying people to handle all kind of odds and ends for him just like expense reports and different things I said and he was having to chase them around town to give them checks I said dude we already put your wife on the payroll in this business you have. Just pay him through Gusto. He was like, he was like happy as a pig in mud. Like he was loving this. He was like, dude, I just click a couple of buttons. Like I invite them to onboard electronically. So they then, it's a burden on them to fill their W9 out properly. If they mess up, they messed up. Um, but they give you the information digitally, which they'll do it easier if they can do it from a phone or any device. Yep. And then... He was just paying him. He's like loving it. And then, and then, and then and the, the option for reimbursements in there for the contractors too. So you can pay him for your service, their services and for reimbursements and it's coded separately. And so if you're in the business where like you, that guy yeah. you said has reimbursements, you can yeah put that in there. All right. So best practice would be leverage the payment to get a W-9. That's kind yeah. of what you're saying. Yeah. And I mean, even if not that, there should be some type of an internal process of figuring out, hey, these are the new new people we pay for services. Right. Um, and no, we've talked. We won't get on that point, but we too much. But we've saying looking in the mirror at ourselves. Yeah. The clients that we work with continuously, setting up a process to say, hey, every quarter we do the accounting work. We're going to tag these certain people as 1099 vendors, right. and then reach out to the client and say, hey, these are based on what we can see. It looks like these. People are 1099, right. should be 1099 recipients, so you should go and get the W-9. Yeah, and, so so get it out on the front end. But yeah. if not, if you're using and, – and he's right. We've talked about this in our last staff meeting in terms of working with our clients. We're just like, hey, I we get it from the client perspective. They're working with us. They, they say, that should be something you guys help me with. You guys are facilitating, you know, handling my accounting or maybe even paying people. Mm-hmm. Help me with this. And so we're building out processes too to make it – easier kind of a concierge way to be like listen we know you don't want to go mess with the get get the w-9s let us help you with that so i guess the second point would be let your accounting team either internally or externally help yeah, you but it's and once again it we have to you have to communicate that right yeah. it's not you know if you just don't just expect it have that conversation with your accountant or your internal team and say hey you know refresh off of the 1099 season so it'll be there was some pain points it's a great time now to talk about it how to make it better for next yeah. year and to be proactive of setting the standard of how are we going to how are we going to make this better yeah and, and i don't want to you know leave people or straight like we don't like 1099s either like no. i mean no. trust me i mean it's not something that we there's not a lot of value other than just compliance so sometimes compliance is the value right yep. like you got to do it and you'd rather sleep well at night because it's been done properly um but and we're not trying to beat you up on this we're just saying look it is required figure out a good process how to do it you can do a lot more with technology now and maybe just maybe just say hey hey vendor i experienced this recently i did some work for a law firm they wouldn't pay me until i had my and it wasn't like we're not going to pay you it was like right when they went to pay me they just said hey give me your w-9 no big deal filled it out i had it actually i have one on file just sent it to them so um just be kind of thinking about that as you work through it yeah and and then Additionally, the, the, the W-9 is on the IRS website. It's a writable PDF form. You can download it, have a link to it, and yep. you can email it to these vendors. Say, hey, fill this out and send it back to me Right. to try to keep it from the, you know, here's a piece of paper, physically do it and send it back to me. And 
Well, just as I'm looking through as we're talking, um, I just kind of did a W9 capture search on Google. DocuSign is one. You know, you can use that. Like we mentioned, Track 1099. I would imagine Tax 1099, which is another one, is going to offer it. I mean, it's for a fee. Yeah. But listen, if it saves you the time and it gets the job done, use these services. If you have a bill payment provider, like we use, um, we use as I'm saying this, Routable, who we use for bill pay, does not do it. But Relay. So another plug for Relay. Relay is an online cloud bank. We've moved a lot of clients to. Relay does what we call light bill payment. Not as fully integrated as a lot of bill payment services, but does the trick, paying people via ACH. Um, one of the things you can do when you set up a new vendor in Relay and you onboard them, which essentially is you just you send them a link to put in their payment details, is it can request a W-9 from them. So not fully integrated in the sense that it bring it lets them fill it out digitally. I think it's a... And they get a W-9 to fill out and send back. But you get the point. It, there, there are ways to make the process easier if you want to, you know, stay in the good graces yeah. of the IRS. In the good graces of the IRS. <laughs> I, know, I know. Even as I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah. ugh. I, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. So Yeah, but I, I think it's, it's just all about setting an internal process and being proactive to, to gather the data that you need. Um, because the scramble at the end of the year trying to get all these people at one in a short window it's just ripe for error or people giving you the wrong information and you don't have time to double check it and you're just submitting it and and in our experience a lot of people unfortunately fill out w9s incorrectly and so it's we want to make sure if you get it early, you can you can bet it out and ask the questions and make sure it's correct. So I have a question for you on the Track 1099 W9 capture. Does it do the 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 EIN matching? Does it does it because I know when we issue W when we issue 1099s we use Track 1099 to process them, and it will tell us no that's a bad EIN. It doesn't match with IRS records have on file. Does the, I wonder if the W9 capture does that? That's a good question because <laughs> it might save you some heartache right then and there because. To your point, the, the the vendors have the leverage when you're in a short window. Mm-hmm. They say something like, "I'm just going to blow this email off. It'll by the time it gets past January 31st, they're not going to ask me." Yeah. But if you kind of if you do this early in the year and you get drip on them and you can get it, even then you could then check the information. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that's probably everything you wanted to know about W nines. Quentin, I think feels a little bit better. Got that off your chest. I can breathe better now. <laughs> yep. So, point is, guys, you got to issue them. Nobody loves it. It's one of those things in the in kind of doing business. It's just kind of a cost of doing business. You got to issue them. So, make the process easier. Work with somebody uh, throughout the year who can help you get them done, or use these tools and leverage. I hate to say that, but leverage to get your vendors to give you a 1099. Make this filing season. Uh, or 2023, do what, January 31st, 2024. Make that a lot easier on you and have your accountants quit emailing you. So anyway, we'll see you next time, guys.